All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to A Spoonful of Sugar podcast. This is Amy, and I am continuing the mini-sode series of my November Disney trip. And we've already released a couple of mini-sodes on this trip. The first mini-sode covered days one and two, and the second mini-sode covered days three and four. And this is the third mini-sode, which will cover days four, or I'm sorry, five, six, and seven of my trip. So for day five, we had been doing very long park days and we kind of needed to just refresh ourselves and sleep in a little bit. So for day five, we did not set an alarm clock. We slept in late. We did some laundry and then after lunch, we left to go to the parks. Um, So for this day, we were at Hollywood Studios for the afternoon and the evening. And we had three fast passes this day. We did star tours, which is so great. And this one, I know I talked about briefly on another mini-sode, but they always change the the video that you see while you're in Star Tour. So they piece together different storylines. So every time you ride this ride, it's usually a little bit different because you're gonna have new footage that you're seeing on the ride. So, which makes it really fun and you can do it multiple times and have different experiences. So that is exactly what we did for Star Tours. In fact, we saw it twice this day. We did, we had the one fast pass and we also did a standby because the wait time I believe was only 25 minutes at that point in time. So we went ahead and and did standby as well. And then we had a fast pass for Slinky Dog Dash, which is over in the new Toy Story Land. And we had been to Toy Story Land a few days before this with a fast pass for Toy Story Midway Mania. But this was our first time ever doing Slinky Dog Dash. Um, so we, as I mentioned, we had the fast pass. The queue is, I mean, we went through the fast pass line, but the, the queue for the standby looks really fun. The whole theming is just, really great you're shrunk down to the size of a toy and there are these giant games and coloring pages and toys and everything all around you so it's really fun and colorful and just a great atmosphere to be in while you're even just waiting for the ride and then slinky dog itself i love the look of the roller coaster it's just giant slinky he looks so happy and it's a pretty tame roller coaster so i think my boys were a little disappointed that there weren't more like loop i will not even just loops but big drops or anything like that because they're just basically rolling hills and it's a pretty comfortable ride and at the end it says grand finale but it's nothing (laughs) nothing out of this world so it won't scare any little kids if you have little ones that are maybe in that in-between phase that are too scared for the big roller coasters, but they want to try and be adventurous and go on something a little bit more brave, this is the perfect ride for them. So we we did enjoy Slinky Dog Dash. And then to up our game a little bit, we did have a fast pass for Rock and Roller Coaster. So that one, that one is very intense. So I would not recommend it if you have kids that are scared of big roller coasters or even adults that are scared of big roller coasters like our dear supercalifragile pancakes. But 
we loved this one and this was a great way to finish up all of our fast passes was on rock and roller coaster and then i was very lucky enough to secure a fast pass which i didn't have it yet at this point but for the phantasmic sh uh, show at night at hollywood studios so if you're not familiar with the fast pass system before your trip you can book three fast passes per day and they all have to be in the same park and then once you use up all those three fast passes you're able to go into my disney experience app or they do have kiosks around the parks in case you don't have a smartphone or you don't have the app installed on your phone and you can see what is available still for for a fast pass and so i saw phantasmic was on there and i snatched that up right away because i love phantasmic it is such a fabulous nighttime show and it's one of my favorites i think it's probably right after happily ever after i would say um then my second favorite is phantasmic so we were able to get a fast pass for that which i don't think we would have even been able to get into the show if we did not have a fast pass because the last time we were there it was we were waiting in the standby line and at first they were saying standing room only they're standing room only for the show and then at one and then I don't know maybe half an hour later they're like okay there's no more room we've hit capacity so everyone else was just turned away so we didn't even get to see it so anyways i was very excited to say the least to get a fast pass for phantasmic so for this show you're sitting on bleachers and it's kind of a big stadium and the show in front of you is kind of a land and water show so there's land that mickey's on and the premise of the show is he's fighting all of the the villains that pop up in his imagination and and basically good wins over evil so it's really cool they do sprays of water and they project footage from different disney films up on the water and there's fireworks in it and there's water floats going by in the show there's it's everything which is why i love it so much one thing i will say is if you don't want to get wet do not sit in the front like one or two rows of bleachers because there are times where the water splashes out and you will get wet these two poor little girls that were sitting a few seats down from us they they got pretty wet they were on the first row of seats <laughs> it was funny to watch but i'm glad it wasn't me but anyways that was a great show and we were so glad to to see that oh and one more thing i did want to mention for day five which happened that was pretty cool for us um, was we were having a late dinner before we went to go see phantasmic at the backlot express and we had already ordered our dinner and we were just waiting for the the trade to be delivered and when they called our name our number our order what have you they were like okay clap with me and then we're like what's happening so they start clapping and then everybody at that restaurant all the cast members that worked there started clapping and then they did the song chant thing about oh you got a magic tray and so what that meant was we were able to pick out a free dessert which was really cool so my son picked out a really cute olaf cupcake but i just love those little 
perks at Disney that they do that are just, you never know when the magic can hit or when it can happen. But here we were having a late dinner and we had a magic tray and a free dessert. So that was really fun. And that really made our night. So all in all, day five was pretty great. Hollywood Studios the whole time with fast passes to all the rides, Fantasmic and a magic tray. There you have it. Okay, so now we are at day six of our seven day Disney vacation. And for day six, we did some park hopping. Um, we split the day between Magic Kingdom during the afternoon and then Epcot during the evening. So for this day, we started, as I mentioned, at Magic Kingdom, and that's where I booked all three of our fast passes. Uh, we had our first time well, not ever, but just for this trip, riding the Seven Dwarves Mine Train, which is a family favorite. We really love that one. And Peter Pan and Space Mountain. So we did all three of those fast passes. I don't know if there's really much to report about what was going on at Magic Kingdom, except for that since this was the Sunday after Thanksgiving, it was nice because the numbers, it seemed, the crowd levels, that is, seemed to be winding down a little bit. So for the rest of our trip up until this point, the crowd levels for all the parks pretty much have been 9 and 10s. And by day 6, by Sunday, and certainly day Monday the following day, they're down to about like fours or fives it said so we were able to do a lot more rides in a shorter amount of time just because the crowds weren't as long so that was really nice we felt like a little bit more breathing space at magic kingdom and could kind of just enjoy it a little bit more for the atmosphere and not just be like pressed in on all sides with tons and tons of people so we had a really great day at magic kingdom able to get a bunch of rides in and yeah, that's about it for Magic Kingdom. And then we went over to Epcot. If you're going from Magic Kingdom to Epcot, you basically just take the monorail over. Um, there is no bus, I believe, for this. So what you do if you want to park hop between those two is you have to take a monorail to um, the transportation and ticketing center. I think they call it the TTC, if I'm not mistaken. And then you have to get off the monorail there and then transfer to another one. So the one that's going to Epcot or vice versa. Obviously, if you're going in the opposite direction, you take one monorail and then you transfer at TTC and then you get onto your other monorail at that point. So we did the whole monorail deal and, you know, you can't have a Disney vacation without going on the awesome, lovely monorail that is sometimes falling apart, which they really need to refurb, which I think might be in the plans, but don't quote me on that. Anyways, had our monorail experience. That was great. That's kind of a ride in and of itself, especially if your kids like transportation, trains or all things of that nature. Um, so that was fun. So we took monorail over got to Epcot and right off the bat we went to Test Track and we were able to do a standby. No, I'm sorry, we did a single rider. That is one of the few attractions um, that has a single rider line where your whole family can go, it's just you're not gonna be sitting together. So the three, there's three 
attractions that have the single rider. I've mentioned Everest um, in one of my other mini-sodes. And then the other one is, the other one I, I don't know why. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank <laughs> what the second one is. But the third one is Test Track. So if you want to do Test Track and you do the single rider line, it you basically have the same ride experience. The only thing that's different is that you don't get to make a car. So for Test Track, if you haven't done this before, I'll just describe it pretty briefly. The premise of Test Track is you go in and you design your own vehicle. You basically have these touch screens where you scan your magic band and it'll load for you onto your magic band the car that you design. You get to pick out like the body shape of it, what engine you want to put in, what wheels you want to do, any kind of like side panels or like tail fin. I don't I don't even know all these technical terms of these cars. But all these like different things that you could add to it headlights if you want anything up on the roof you get to pick your color so basically you design your car and, and you have about three minutes to do so because they have to time you as you're going through this whole process but once you design your car again it links to your magic band and then the the ride is essentially you're driving in a car you sit three people across and you're in an actual vehicle which is on a track, hence the name Test Track, but you're going through all these scenarios testing your car to see how it performs with agility or with speed or like there's one point where it looks like a truck is coming towards you so you have to swerve and see how how it handles on the road and how the brakes work and the last part is it shoots you out onto a track that goes outside around the whole building and it circles it and you're going really really fast outside the first time we rode this my son was like i'm going to die because you really are going really fast but that's the fun part and then anyways at the end of the ride you your your car will pop up on the screen and it'll show you how did it perform in each of these different aspects of agility and speed and and all this so like I mentioned, for the single rider line, you, you get to do the whole ride experience the same. The only thing is you don't design your own car. You can kind you can select a pre-made car before you get on the ride, but you just don't design your own. But anyways, single rider line is a great way to still have the same ride experience for a lot shorter of a time. So that's test track for you. Now, what I was really looking forward to in Epcot was the Candlelight Processional. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is my absolute favorite thing in all of Disney World. I love it so much. So the Candlelight Processional is a special event that takes place, um, I believe they start it right after Thanksgiving and it goes all the way through Christmas. It's every night at Epcot and they have, um, I'm sorry, three different show times that they offer, five o'clock. 6:45 and 8:15. You can buy a dinner package for Candlelight Processional or if you're like me and you're frugal, you just wait in the standby line and you get in line early so you can still get a seat. So what the Candlelight Processional is is each night they'll have a guest narrator. Our guest narrator happened to be Helen Hunt, who is fabulous. I love her. And she or whoever the guest narrator is will actually tell the Christmas story 
from the scriptures, from the Bible, from the book of Luke, and then in between different pieces of, they kind of break it up into different chunks, in between pieces of the Christmas story, they'll intersperse Christmas songs that go along with whatever that shortened reading was. So Joy to the World, Little Town of Bethlehem, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. They'll do all these great Christmas songs in between. And who does these songs? I'll tell you, three choirs and a 50-piece orchestra. It is amazing. It really gives me the chills. At the very end, they sing the Hallelujah Chorus. All the choir is singing, all the instruments. Everyone stands up and oh my gosh it is a really moving experience especially if you love christmas as much as i do it's my favorite holiday so just phenomenal i would highly highly suggest it if you're going to be there anytime between thanksgiving and christmas again it's at epcot you need a park ticket to get into epcot but once you're in there's no cost to do this if you do standby uh, we got in line about an hour and 15 minutes before showtime we went to the very last performance of the evening which i think is the least crowded we've gone one other time before this and we went to the five o'clock show and we got in a line about the same time about an hour before and we were way farther back in the line the line had already started forming much earlier than that so if you want a shorter line standby time i would recommend the last show of the evening the one that starts at 8 15 if that works for your schedule. Otherwise, if you do an earlier show, I would get in line maybe an hour and a half before the performance. The nice thing is you can just pop a squat, sit down. I got myself a coffee. My kids had a, some donuts and we were just kind of chilling, relaxing, waiting for the show, sitting down in line. So it is kind of a nice way to decompress from a long day if you're going to be sitting in line anyways. So we saw the candlelight processional, which was fabulous. And then on the way out of the park, we had a little bit of time to spare because Illuminations was going to happen. And my family voted against me for seeing Illuminations. Thanks a lot, family. But they, I don't know, we, we, this is not one of our favorite nighttime shows, so I was okay with it. But they voted they wanted to do one more time of test track instead since they love it so much and the wait time was very short because by this time I think it was 920 or something like this. So we went over to test track, we did one more test track experience and it was really cool because by the time we got on to the ride and we did standby so the, the boys got to design their own cars and everything. But when we got to the part where it shoots you to the outside track, all of the fireworks were going off for illuminations. So we saw it as we were on the ride going around the track and that was super cool, super cool. So that is the end of day six.